Headliner Radio, the creative voice. Very warm welcome to Headliner Radio. Today I'm speaking to British-born and currently LA-based singer-songwriter Louis Knight. Uh, Louis, welcome to the show, mate. How are you? I'm good, man. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. It's um, yeah, it's a real pleasure to be uh, to be chatting to you today from uh, from across the pond. Obviously, I know it's uh, no. yeah. Yeah. So where where are you in in I, England? I'm guessing. I, I'm actually yeah. I'm actually based in Kent, um, in southeast. Um, so I'm originally from London, but yeah, based in Kent at the moment, Canterbury. Um, how about yourself, man? Whereabouts are you? Whereabouts are you from originally? So I'm originally from London and Brighton. Yeah. I can't like. Pre- I'm kind of starting to just say Brighton because like that's where I spent most of my time really. But okay. um. But I miss. I haven't been back since before the pandemic. I miss it so much. Really? Okay. Yeah, like all my like my extended family and cousins and everything. Oh, I'm, I'm dying to get back this summer. So. Yeah, yeah, nice. Well, something to look forward to. Hopefully, you'll manage to get get over. Um, yeah. What have you been up to lately, mate? Obviously, it's been a last couple of years have been a bit nuts anyway with everything that's been going on. But what have you sort of had to keep you busy over the last sort of say beginning of the year? Yeah. So I mean, I moved to LA. Um, I'm guessing I'm thinking about like September. I, yeah. In September I moved to LA okay. and just been writing and recording ever since. Okay. Um, and yeah, I've basically been recording my latest EP, which is actually going to be a part one and a part two, Okay, which are both going to come out this year because I, I sort of took a year break from releasing music yes so now i'm like coming back this year and i'm ready to kind of like really hit it hard with some songs that really mean a lot to me yeah um so yeah that's kind of what i'm doing and and we've been here we've been gearing up for a um for a tour this summer like my first ever tour so yeah yeah. no amazing man it sounds great um what was what was it like when the first lockdown happened were you were you over in the states then um and you said was that the point when you kind of took a step back from music yeah th- i mean i was basically we were in la getting ready for the live shows for american idol and okay they just state by state started shutting down mm. and they ended up having to send us all home back to like you know wherever we were from and um we kind of were in the dark we didn't know what was going to happen and then they came up they found a way to make the show happen from we filmed it all on three iphones each oh wow okay on ring lights and did it from home which was definitely challenging at times but it was really cool to be able to finish out the season and that they found a way to make it happen through all the crazy stuff happening with the Mm. pandemic um but that was i guess so after that was kind of when i sort of took a year off like releasing music i mean i i was still trying to write but i kind of went through this i don't know i i I kind of lost my relationship with songwriting for a while Mm. um i really just my song changed that i'd sang in my audition was about you know losing one of my um brother and i's best friends and i kind of it kind of became like mentally like every single song that i have to write like has to be 
as big of an emotional release mm-hmm. as that one. Like it has to be as deep and like, and cause, cause that song ended up doing well and it meant the most to me. So yes. then I had this weird thing that I was like, so every time I sat down to write, it was just never good enough. Like never. Mm-hmm. And I was just constantly setting myself up for failure. Um, because every song is always going to be different and you're going to have different emotional attachments to different, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's just life, you know? So it took me a while to come out of that and realize, and I kind of was holding on to some songs and um, just kind of waiting till I moved out here to Los Angeles okay. to, to start working with some new producers and, and songwriters. So yeah, fair, fair. And we'll talk about your time on American Idol in a bit um, that you that you just mentioned. But when did when did you actually first get into to songwriting and, and music generally, um, Louis? And and who are some of your biggest uh, musical influences, I suppose, because you were you were raised in Philadelphia, right? Yes, yeah, so I, I was raised in. Um, well, I guess I, I've spent half my life now in both England and America. Okay, I moved over when I was eleven mm-hmm. um, to Philadelphia, and then now I'm twenty-one. Um, but I guess, sorry, what was the question again? <laughs> it was just uh, when did you first get into to songwriting? Really? Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I had. I mean. I tried to like write music and like I I still have these little tiny little notepads like kid notepads mm-hmm. and I had tried to I remember like the first time I actually tried to write a song I was in I was probably about 7 and I was living in Brighton at the time and I still have literally the notepad that I went through a couple months ago and the rhymes are just horrible. It's like, <laughs> what was I? But I was like, and it was just so silly. But... Yeah, you, you were seven, man. Don't beat yourself up too much. <laughs> I know. I was, thank you. I, um, but I really started writing music when my mum bought me a piano, like a old piano on Craigslist yeah. and for Christmas. And I was 14 and I basically, I learned the four chords of pop mm. like cgaf is every single pop song ever and from there i just started writing like my own thoughts and feelings just kind of randomly singing out what i was feeling mm. or going through at the time and music just became this in incredible therapy for me um just how i process things how i would you know there's no better feeling than writing a song for me it's like mm. the ultimate the ultimate dopamine release. It's like mm-hmm. when you really are in love with a piece of like art that you're making, it's like the best feeling in the world. Um, and then you're, and you're able to fully express yourself. So I'm, I'm really fortunate that I've had been able to have this as an outlet. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I kind of, yeah, I guess I fully started writing when I was like 14. That's okay. kind of when I had my first songs. Yes. Yeah. No, great man. And, and who were you sort of listening to growing up? Was it, artists with a similar kind of style to yourself um you know like songwriter types because i know your kind your kind of sound is a little bit lewis capaldi it's a little bit you know um what, i love lewis capaldi yeah me too He's man but yeah. legend legend <laughs> yeah so i want to yeah. meet him at a pub and like, i want to bump into him somewhere and just like go know, for right? drinks and just, yeah yeah he seems like a, a cracking guy yeah yeah um, exactly but yeah was it was it that kind of stuff that kind of inspired you um when you were sort of just just coming up yeah i i've really always been very drawn to the like the emotional songs like the ones that really you know like make you feel something um 
but I mean, I guess I, I really grew up listening to like a lot of Queen, <laughs> a lot of like Freddie Mercury, a lot of Coldplay, yeah, um, a lot of like Oasis, like early on, and then once I kind of started like, and then like some of my later influences when I was, you know, first started writing music and decided this is what I want to do was um was john bellion mm -hmm. lewis capaldi um Sa sam fender has been a massive influence of yeah. mine lately like the last two the last four years now i'd say he's been one of my absolute favorite artists like i can't even play him in the car anymore my girlfriend gets so mad i'm just like <laughs> i was playing the 17 going under album yes for the last six months on repeat and nothing else <laughs> literally nothing else um but i, I kind of tend to do that when i really fall in love with like an artist or like their album i just like i obsess like i just listen to it over and back to front so like too much yeah yeah but, um, no he is an incredible songwriter sam fender is, uh, is, he's yeah. just insane he, um i think he i think it was the best uh i think he bagged um best song award at the ivan novellos yesterday um yeah, so cool. i mean yeah he's smashing it man like he's an incredible songwriter obviously and and it, it doesn't surprise me that he serves as a, as a big inspiration for yourself um yeah yeah no that's great man um i do want to talk a little bit about american idol uh louis if that's if that's all right um you made it to the top seven on season 18 and then top 12 as the comeback contestant on season 19 the following year um tell us a little bit about i mean we've touched on it already um briefly but tell us about that experience your experiences on the show and and i suppose how that's helped you um kind of informed your your artistry um you know now you're actually releasing tracks yeah so i mean the experience was life-changing like they they gave me the opportunity to go and audition and perform change which is a song i wrote for suicide prevention and to have that opportunity to to be able to do my original song was just a once in a lifetime opportunity mm. and i'm so grateful because it really gave me a launching pad you know, of, of people that want to, that care enough to listen to my sad love songs mm. and all that, you mm -hmm. know, it's like, which is a really wonderful thing, you know, and, and I wouldn't be in LA. I wouldn't have been able to move out here if it weren't for that, you know? So yeah, yeah. yeah. I, um, it's yeah. And then the experience was just a, a big roller coaster as I'm, you know, like it's, it's a lot of ups and downs, like yeah. the most anxiety, driving moments and then also the most like high highs when you get good news uh -huh. or you know it's like it's it's a big emotional roller coaster but um then after the pandemic ended i mean not ended we're still pretty much in it sorry yeah. after the season ended as is what i meant to say we basically i mean i i put out a couple songs and i was trying to just kind of figure out okay what are my next steps what am i doing yeah and um and essentially they reached back out to me and said hey we're inviting 10 of you back to perform again um for a comeback show is yeah. what they called it yeah, yeah. and they basically just said like you know like you guys never got to experience the live studio of american idol the live stage mm -hmm. 
um, we want to give you guys that opportunity, which was really, really amazing. And they, again, they, they said I could do my, my latest, like my latest release at the time was yeah. maybe that. And I got to go back on the American Idol stage and perform that and have the American Idol band led by Chris Pauley, who's just an absolute genius and, um, have them play my song yeah, when they amazing. like they are world like worldwide touring musicians like like glow like they are the best of the best like and to have them cool, play yeah. my song was just honestly there's that was one of the most incredible moments i've ever experienced yeah amazing man amazing thank you and tell and tell us about this uh most recent release uh burn this all down Louis, how how do you feel? I mean, it's not been out that long, has it? Um, yeah. No, it's. Has it been? How it, do you feel like it's been received so far? Is it? Have you had some good feedback? I, I really have. You know, I, it it was interesting because it was my first time, kind of very outside of my comfort zone. Mm. Sorry, I don't know if you can hear that. There's like a drill going. It's <laughs> all right. It's not a problem. Um. <laughs> But really, I mean, it, it's been amazing. I was a little bit nervous because in terms of production and stuff, like the song kind of, the song kind of moves into, into different, into different spaces mm -hmm. throughout the song and throughout like my frustration in, you know, the, the song's really about me losing myself during the pandemic and losing my relationship with songwriting is, is what it felt like. And just trying to, you know, everything going on with the pandemic and coming off American Idol it was it was just a lot for me and and I didn't necessarily handle all the pressure and stuff in, in like in the, in the best of ways and um it just kind of took a bit of a toll on me um especially you know I think I think we all went through some ups and downs mm -hmm. during the pandemic so just it's kind of about me trying to find myself again and, and the frustration with that and, and also navigating this crazy industry that we're in, you know, yes. like the navigating the music industry and, um, but th there's no other way I'd, you know, no other way I'd have it. So absolutely. Yeah. It sounds like, I mean, as a kind of, um, quote unquote lockdown record and a kind of, uh, accumulation of all your emotions over the last couple of years, uh, it's going to yeah. be a big record, you know, significant, um, for you for sure. Um, yeah. Did you approach it in a particular way from a sort of creative standpoint? Did you approach it, you know, with that in mind um, in a particular way, maybe approach it a little bit differently to, to some of your previous tracks? I think it was, it was really, really special because I, I wrote it one night that I was just hanging out with, with one of my good friends, Francisco Martin, who was also on Idol with me. Okay. Um, we were just hanging out. We weren't even like supposed to be doing music stuff. And it just, it just naturally came about the song just like, and, and those are, I find a, a, a how the best songs come about when it's just easy. Yes. Like yeah. that's kind of, he just started randomly playing some guitar chords. And then I just randomly started like freestyling and all of a sudden, like all these pent up feelings just started coming out. And then we, we basically wrote the song together and finished it in a couple of hours, pretty much. Amazing. And, um, it just sort of just, it was just like massive therapy of what I'd been feeling and going through over the last year. 
And um, then for, for when we started diving into the production, it was so much fun because Francisco just produced it himself. And we basically, it was Francisco and I, and also Wyatt Pike, who was on this, li- not this season of American Idol, but last season of American okay. Idol. Okay. And he is just like the most talented guitar player you could ever meet. Like it's, it's incredible. Um, so it was really just the three of us hanging out and produced out this song together. Yeah. And just, it was a very open, we weren't trying to have anything like we weren't trying to going into it, trying to make it sound like anything. We were just, what serves the song the best, what can really help tell this story like and and just accompany the lyrics really well and what can kind of take you on a journey and we just kind of we really just shot the shit and just had a great time yeah. and um part of my language if i'm not allowed no, to swear okay. <laughs> um and and yeah like it just naturally happened and we were just like oh what what if we do this like what would it be crazy if we put a a rock section in the very end of the song mm-hmm. and at first it felt kind of crazy and very out of my comfort zone but I'm so glad we did. You know, a lot of people, you, you know, when you're kind of testing out this, like the new music with your friends and you're like asking people what they think, some people won. Some people like said, oh, like maybe you should take the rock section out. And I went back and forth with that for like a month of just trying. And I'm really indecisive, but like, I'm so glad that I decided to keep it in because I really think it helped show a different side of my artistry to mm-hmm. begin with. And it also just, it's very poignant in the fact that that is like kind of the anger at like my relationship with songwriting and the frustration of the navigating the industry. Like, it, I think it really kind of comes out more um, with that there. So, yeah, absolutely. And it is, it is an emotional track. Um, I can't play any for our listeners, unfortunately, um, right now, but I, you know, everyone who's listening, um, go check out um, uh, Louis's latest track, Burn This All Down. It's, uh, it's a lovely song and it sounds like it came together really like you say quite organically and i think sometimes when that when it happens like that they're the uh they're the most kind of uh, satisfying satisfying projects right without a doubt thank you yeah it really i don't know why i've heard like you know chris martin has has said that a lot with with, with songwriting and I, I do find that to be true when it comes off really comes over and begins really naturally mm, mm. and it just kind of happens and you know the words start just kind of pour pouring out of, yeah, yeah. um they, they they tend to be sometimes the best yes so. absolutely absolutely now you've already um alluded to uh an ep that you're releasing later this year louis which is yeah. exciting obviously um Thank you. and yeah. and burn this all down is going to be the first track off that ep um are you able to provide any more info about when it's coming, the kind of vibe um, that you're going for on there? And um, yeah, just a, any kind of update on that. Yeah. So the EP is, I believe, going to be coming out in July. Oh, pretty soon. Cool. Yeah, it's going to be coming out in July. We're releasing the next single, Maya, which is coming out in June. Okay. Um like about about like mid June and and that's about me like I wrote that about falling in love in the Netherlands and you know just being in that place where you really decide like I want to do this with someone and and you really decide to kind of jump in mm-hmm. to 
to a relationship and just, you know, that feeling of wanting to stay in that moment when, you know, when things are just so amazing, when you're first falling in love with someone. Mm. Um, and that's what that song's about. It's actually like relatively one of my happier ones. Okay. But um, <laughs> I was going to say, it doesn't <laughs> sound so, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I do. The, the happy ones are hard for me to write. I mean, I'm a very happy guy, but when I'm, I just find it most like I sit down at a piano when I'm a bit emotional or something, you know, yeah. and it kind of yeah. just helps me process that. But this is a happy one. Okay. And, um, the, yeah, the EP is going to be coming out in July when I will actually be on tour. I'm okay. going on tour in July. That's, I think, when it starts. Oh, awesome. Um, and I'm actually hitting two. We're, we're booking one, um, well, one or two shows in England, nice. which is going to be incredible. That's going to be my first time ever actually doing a show in England. Amazing. I've like, yeah, I've, I've never, cause I've really, I started my career over here in the States. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be a huge, like coming home, having like yeah. all my family, extended family and friends there, which will be really, really nice. So that um, cool. I'll, 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 I'll let you know when we have the venue and date sorted out. Yeah, if you please can make do. it, please do. Love you to come. Absolutely. Yeah, please do. And that was going to be my next question, actually, Lily. Like, what's your kind of on the agenda for your um, for for live gigs? Because obviously everything's kind of coming back now, gradually. Um, yeah. Some you know some parts of the world quicker than others, but yeah, that's that sounds exciting, mate. So that's kicking off in in around July time as well. Yeah, so that's kicking off. Um, I believe like mid mid July is okay. we're going to do I think two dates in England and then we're going to go to the East Coast and do four or five dates there and then the West Coast like early August. Nice. Um, and and I'm so excited. I mean, I think a lot of this new EP, cre- like just production wise and and um, just it, it's opened so many doors creatively for me in mm-hmm. thinking, you know, how, how can I make this live show different and how can I just get more creative with it? So it's kind of opened some of the floodgates for that because the production kind of lends it like some of the production in the songs kind of lend itself to, you know, s- some cool things that we can do in the show. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I'm really, really excited to kind of be able to do that. I mean, this is my first tour ever. So I'm very, very like th- I'm just so excited. It's, uh, especially yeah. home to England, like it's going to be mad. Yeah, nice one, man. No, that sounds that sounds awesome, mate. It sounds like there's lots, uh, lots for you to look forward to this year, and um, uh, lots for the fans to look forward to as well, which is uh, which is great. Um, I think that's a really nice place for us to to leave it, Louis. It's been a real pleasure chatting today, mate, and um, thank you so much for your time. No, thank you, Colby, so much. I re- I really appreciate you having me. It's been it's been great chatting. Yeah, no, it's been it's been great, man. And hopefully, the next time we catch up, um, it might be in person. Um, yeah, or, I would love that. And uh, and we'll have a lot more to uh, to catch up on. So yeah, all the best with everything you've got going on at the moment, man. And uh, you take care of yourself. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much. You too. No worries. Bye now. Headliner Radio, supporting the creative community.